welcome to another mini-episode of Coaster Kings Radio. I'm Ian O'Donnell. Paramount Park's 13-year foray into the theme park business resulted in a significant number of successes, but also a significant number of industry oddities. The application of the Paramount theming in existing regional parks gave us two significant BNM Top Gun inverted coasters and the world's first major linear induction launch coasters, Flight of Fear. However, Paramount's tendency to experiment and take, and take additions in different directions also resulted in a string of failures and disappointments. King's Dominion, of course, opened the late Volcano the Blast Coaster in 1998, a prototype intimate inverted catapult coaster that never seemed to run reliably throughout its 20 years at the park. And the ill-fated prototype air launch coaster Hypostronic XLC opened in 2001 and lasted a very short time at the park. Carowinds would open a set point suspended water coaster in 2000 called Flying Super Saturator, which only lasted, which lasted less than 10 years. Canada's Wonderland still has an odd collection of mid-sized coasters for one of the world's most popular regional parks, including 1995's SLC Top Gun and 2004's Amperilla Flyer Tomb Raider The Ride. The chain's flagship park, Kings Island, received one of the most notorious failures of them all, 2000's wooden hypercoaster, Son of Beast. That same year, the chain would add a unique prototype to Great America. Join me for part 9 in our 10-part series, Lost Coasters of California, Stealth. Paramount Parks was not alone in its ambitious additions during this era. 2000 was the height of the second coaster wars, which as um, kind of in coaster enthusiast terms was triggered in 1989 with the construction of Magnum XL 200 at Cedar Point. Six Flags and Cedar Fair went head to head with record breaking coasters. Goliath at Magic Mountain and Millennium Force at Cedar Point respectively. Six Flags was the height of their rapid growth, unveiling large scale additions at almost every park. And in some parks we're talking like five roller coasters. And at Six Flags Marine World, there were two roller coasters added for the year 2000, the Zier family coaster Cobra and the B&M floorless Medusa. For stealth, Paramount turned to Dutch manufacturer Vacoma, with, as you would recall from next, last week's episode, they had worked with successfully on opening the Invertigo models. Stealth would be a big step for Vacoma, known for their use of Aero's tubular track design and then creating a cheaper alternative to the B&M Invertigo coaster, this will be the first time the company truly debuted a world's first coaster. Dubbed the Flying Dutchman, the, fir the first generation Vacoma flying coaster utilizes the company's familiar tubular steel track design, but with unique laydown cars. These cars start riders in a sitting position in the station, and then a mechanism tilts the riders backwards until they lock in a layback position. After climbing the lift hill in this position, a half-roll dubbed a lie to fly puts the riders in the flying position. The mechanics of the train with cars that change position proved one of the Flying Dutchman's biggest challenges. Stealth was built with only one loading platform, but the cumbersome kind of vest restraints, which also included a lap bar, and the tilting process added significantly to the coaster's dispatch times. Vacoma would attempt to remedy this in later installations by adding a second loading platform and a switch track to um, load two trains simultaneously. But Stealth was left with a relatively low capacity for a major attraction. As a prototype, Stealth was also mired with mechanical issues and downtime. Problems with reliability further contributed to the coaster's poor capacity 
leading to even longer lines. Stealth proved to be very popular and received significant media attention for the unique experience it offered. While popular with guests, it was hard for enthusiasts not to compare it with the more reliable and truthfully more thrilling Medusa at the nearby Six Flags Marine World. At the end of the day, Stealth offered a unique one-of-a-kind experience, but its awkward trains and layout made its reception among enthusiasts mixed. Paramount was also displeased with its performance. It cost a whopping $17 million, and Stealth continued to have reliability issues while not offering the ridership the park was hoping to bring in. At the end of the 2003 season, Paramount's Great America chose to close the attraction, and it was relocated to the then-less-visited Paramount Carowinds, where it opened in 2004 as the Borg Assimilator. In its place, Great America opened a small Boomerang Bay water park addition, and we're talking really small. A conscious decision was made after the removal of Stealth that they would make the park that smaller, more family-oriented investments made more sense for Great America. Stealth would be the last major thrill coaster and the last coast, um, the last, um, second to last coaster, the other edition being Psycho Mouse, that Great America would receive until Gold Striker opened 10 years later. In 2018, Cedar Fair would bring another groundbreaking coaster to the park when Railblazer opened as one of the world's first single rail coasters. 2021 promises to be the year that Stealth's disappointing Boomerang Bay water park replacement is expanded into the renamed South Bay Shores. Cedar Fair really has given California's Great America a mix of family and thrill attractions that the park has sorely needed since Stealth's departure. Paramount had intended to install two additional Vacoma Flying Dutchman coasters at other parks, but opted out of this purchase due to the problems they encountered with Stealth. Six Flags, still hot on their buying spree, chose to buy both, installing X-Flight at Ohio's Six Flags Worlds of Adventure and Batwing at Six Flags America in 2001. Despite its groundbreaking design, Vacoma was unable to sell any additional Flying Dutchman coasters. Batwing and the Borg Assimilator, now renamed Nighthawk, remained the only examples of this groundbreaking coaster design. X-Flight, which was eventually relocated to Kings Island and renamed Firehawk, was of course um, dismantled to be replaced by Orion in 2020. In a reversal of the inverted coaster, B&M would open up their version of the flying coaster in 2002 with Alton Towers Air. B&M's flying model has proven more successful with 11 installations worldwide. Vacoma would go and try to modify the design of their flying Dutchman model with the 2009 Stingray model. However, only one version of this compact flying coaster was ever constructed at China's giant wheel park of Suzhou and closed with the park in 2018. In 2020, Vekoma debuted a totally reimagined flying concept at Germany's Fantasialand with FLY or FLY. With FLY, Vekoma totally reimagined the loading process by creating a rotating car system which allows for comfortable loading while the track is perpendicular to the loading platform. This new design also allows for rotation into the flying position while the coaster is in motion. They actually really cracked the code in terms of making an efficient loading process. FLY or FLY has opened to solid reviews um, and it debuted as the world's longest and the first launched flying coaster. Only time will tell if third time's the charm for the Vacoma flying coaster model. Thank you so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a rating or a comment wherever you're listening. That does help us out. This series is a companion to a series of articles that are being released on thecoasterkings.com. You can find interesting articles, exclusive park updates, and a range of theme park-related merchandise at thecoasterkings.com. For Coaster Kings, this is Ian O'Donnell. Next week, we return to the thrill capital of the West Coast for the last installment of Lost Coasters of California. In 2001, Six Flags would turn to Vacoma to bring another ambitious thrill coaster to their parks. Join me next week for part 10 of Lost Coasters of California. Deja vu.